that there's something human about that. And, and so when I started writing my story, you know, I'm very open about my, you know, all of the mortifying moments of my own therapy. Um, but at the same time, I really thought like three people would read the book. So when I first turned it in, um, you know, I, I wasn't really, you know, I just kind of let it all rip. And then, um, you know, and then we started getting, um, you know, the response to the book. And now it's been on the list for almost four months and um, the New York Times list. And so you know, a lot of people are reading it. And, and if I had known that so many people would read it, I might not have been that open, but I'm really glad that I, that I was, because I think that's precisely the reason that so many people are reading it because of that candor, because of that vulnerability and that honesty, um, that wouldn't have been there if I'd kind of cleaned myself up. (laughs) It's a part in the book where you ask him, should I choose uh, this school for my son or the other? And he responds with, I think you'll benefit more from understanding why this decision is so hard for you. Um, that made me uh, pause and take a second and go, that is such a thing for a therapist to say. And I think for me that if you hear it, it makes you take two steps back and go, oh yeah, that's actually, hmm, self-reflection's a thing. If you Just like jump into that sentence and tell me more about why that's a better way to approach a situation like that when you're talking with a therapist? Well, at that point in the book, I'm talking about how when people come to therapy, often they want advice. And I have this word taped up in my office, ultra crepidarianism, which is uh, roughly translated as the habit of giving advice or opinions outside of one's knowledge or expertise. (laughs) Um, You know, and I think we do that all the time. I think people come to us and they think that they think that we're withholding information for them, but I can't tell people what to do in their lives. I know what I would do and I can help them figure out what they want to do, but I can't tell them what to do because I'm not living their life. And so, you know, when I come to my therapist and I, and I ask him all these questions at one point, he says, why are you asking me something you can ask Siri? Um, <laughs> <you> know, um <laughs> I think that what what we're really doing is we're saying, who am I to make the decisions about me and my life? How how can I trust myself? Um, and a lot of people feel like the therapist will give better advice to them than they would give to themselves. And what we want to do is we want to put ourselves as therapists, we want to put ourselves out of business. We have the worst business model ever. But our goal is to help you not to need us in that way. So we don't want to make decisions for you, partly because, as I said, we won't make good decisions for you because we're not living your life. But the other part of it is we want you to be able to be independent in that way, to be self-sufficient, to be able to navigate through life in a way where you will make some mistakes as everybody does, but where you, you, there's an, there's a, a, an inner compass that guides you in terms of your decision-making. There's this other thing you say that I think is good as, as by way of introduction, which is you you say that, uh, insight is the booby prize of therapy. What does that mean? And wh- and why is that an important phrase for you to use and think about in your own practice and everything? So many people come to therapy thinking that they're going to learn something about themselves, that they're going to gain some insight. This is why I do that. This is why I keep shooting myself in the foot. This is why I keep ending up in the same place over and over in different situations. This is my pattern. This is why I am depressed. I am anxious, right? So the insight. Mm -hmm. Um, But the problem is 
in therapy, you have to be both vulnerable and accountable. So you have to be vulnerable enough to be able to glean the insight, to hear it, to not be defensive when you hear it. But you also have to be accountable and that you have to make change. So if you just come in every week and you say, oh, now I know why I keep getting into that fight with my partner, <laughs> you know, um, or I 